Hello, and welcome to Exchanging Eternal Truths, brought to you by Eternal Truths Ministries in Anderson, South Carolina. I'm your host, author and minister, Heather Lancaster, and I'm happy to be joined by Reverend Denise Ramos of Build a Foundation Ministries in Farmersville, Texas. Denise, welcome. Today, we're going to be talking about God's benefits. Yes, and I am so excited about that. And thank you for having me on your program tonight. And you're more than welcome. I'm I'm thrilled for for you to be joining me. I know you've uh, allowed me to be on your program several times. And before we end tonight, we'll give everybody that information on where they can find you. Sounds wonderful. So talk about God's benefits. What's what's on your heart when it comes to the benefits of the Lord? Well, one of the things that I that God has really been laying on my heart a lot lately is the blessings and the favor. And because of the blessing and favor of God, there are benefits that come along with that. And of course, the very, very first scripture that comes to mind is Psalms 103, uh, verses 1 through 5. And it's, Mm -hmm. bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who Mm -hmm. forgives all your iniquities, which means we can and will sin, and he does, he gives us forgiveness, who heals all our diseases, which means we might get sick, but he's still in the healing business, who redeems your life from the pit. So no matter what is going on in your life, God will still bring you out and bring you through. Amen. Amen. Who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy. Wow. Thank God for God's grace and his mercy and his additional love. You know, um, sometimes we may not be so lovely, but yet he loves us. That's a benefit. Sure. Satisfies you with good so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. So no matter how tired we get or no matter how weary we get, he's always there. He said he will never leave us nor forsake us. You know, and and the one thing I love about that one in particular, when it talks about our youth being renewed like the eagle, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't matter our age. Exactly. It doesn't matter if you're twenty something or you're eighty something. If you're here, God's still using you, and He can give you the strength to do what you're called to do, regardless. Amen. Amen. I I love it, <laughs> and I. I'd like to actually go back if I can and read that in the in the passion. Um, our listeners know I tend to go back and read in the passion just because I like the the comparison. Mm-hmm. So again, this is Psalm 103 and it's verses one through five. And it says, with my whole heart, with my whole life, and with my innermost being, I bow in wonder and love before you, the holy God. Yahweh, you are my soul's celebration. How could I ever forget the miracles of kindness you've done for me? You've kissed my heart with forgiveness in spite of all I've done. Mm -hmm. You've healed me inside and out from every disease. You've rescued me from hell and saved my life. 
You've crowned me with love and mercy. You satisfy my every desire with good things. You've supercharged my life so that I soar again like a flying eagle in the sky. Mm. Well, that's wonderful. <laughs> and, I, and, and I like, you know, as you were reading it and kind of breaking it down, you know, you think about the the idea of forgiveness. He's forgiven us in spite of all of what we've done. And you said, you know, we, we've all sinned. We know that the scripture tells us we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, but we have that forgiveness, nothing. And this is what I encourage our listeners. Nothing you have ever done will stop God from loving you. You're never too far gone for his love, for his forgiveness. Yes. For his mercy. Absolutely. Amen. Absolutely. And, you know, um, one of the things that I love, grace does not give us the um, permission to do things knowingly. However, when we do fall short, even in the future, God is going to cover us with his His grace and mercy um, when we have a true uh, heart of repentance. Right. And I love that never have we done anything that will ever cause us not to be loved and have his grace and mercy and his favor. Because once we surrender completely to him and we start getting into his word um, on a regular basis where it just becomes second nature to us, um, you know, God is always going to be there. He's never, he's never going to not love us. And um, I tell people a lot that, you know, that when the word says that he will never leave us nor forsake us, he means that. Mm-hmm. He cannot die. Yeah. So he means that. He will never. And I can look back even on things that have happened in my personal life growing up um, through all of my years, even of ad- adulthood, when maybe I wasn't doing, well, I just wasn't doing what. I knew to be doing uh, within Christ, and yet I can still see the remnants of him being there in just even little things in my life. Uh, I shouldn't even be here today. Yeah, but I understand that. Benefits of God's love, his grace and mercy. I yeah. know who I am today, and I'm able to share the love of God and the good news of the gospel with people Um, and they know that I'm real, Yeah, Um, you know, that I'm not, I'm not being a fake or trying to promote something or whatever. I'm being real. And, um, and I love sharing God's word. Oh my gosh. He's done so much to change all of us, but especially those of us who stay in the word of God daily and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, learning what those benefits are. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say, too, is that it's important when the scripture says, forget not all of his benefits. Mm -hmm. It's important for us to know what those are. And yes, we read this scripture, but the entire Bible cover to cover Mm -hmm. is is full of things he wants for us. And and it's important. And it's important that folks know that that God isn't 
up there trying to beat you up. He's not, he is a loving God. And sometimes that's hard for people to grasp. But when you look at the word, especially in the New Testament, you know, when we think of what we have access to through Jesus and through his suffering and sacrifice, mm-hmm. it's so we can be made sons and daughters of God. And if, right. if you're a parent, you know that you want to do everything for your kids to bless them. You're not out to hurt them. You're not out to, to see them fail. You want to see them succeed. And it's the same way with God. He wants to see us succeed. And when we're in his word, you know, there's, there, it, we're all very fond of being like, you know, girl, read your Bible, boy, read your Bible. Right. Because it's so important. Right. For us to be in there and to understand and to know what it is that God has for us. Mm-hmm. And you don't know it if you don't know what the word says about you. It's very hard to grasp what promises you have access to if you don't if you don't know what's in there. You know, tonight on the show, I, I one of the things that I want to do, Miss Heather, is I want to just read certain scriptures from the word that absolutely point to God's favor and his blessings. Okay. One of those is uh, Psalms 84, 11. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Man. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Amen. No good thing. No good thing does he withhold from those, you know, that, um, that walk uprightly. And that's one of many. And there's a lot of them that I just absolutely love. Uh, Let's check out that one again, though, in the passion. It's 8511. Uh huh. It's 80. Let me look. I've got 8411. 8411. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, so uh, for the Lord God is brighter than the brilliance of a sunrise, wrapping himself around me like a shield. Mm -hmm. He is so generous with his gifts of grace and glory. Those who walk along his paths with integrity will never lack one thing they need, for he provides it all. Isn't it amazing? And I think the key for me there in this one, it talks about walking with integrity. And and for those who have listened to different uh, different episodes we've done, you know, Greg and I talked about integrity a few weeks ago and and how important it is that that we do what we say we're going to do and what does walking in integrity look like mm-hmm. and then it says here when you walk with integrity and we walk with the lord we will never lack one thing that we need exactly he provides it all and and even if you go to to Matthew 6:33 mm-hmm. seeking first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and he's going to add all these other things that you need right right oh my goodness so what other scriptures have you got on your heart one of the other scriptures um uh is psalms 90 verse 17 mhm And he says, let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands upon us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. 
See, the Bible scriptures, um, when we pray that God will show, will show us kindness, he blesses our efforts and help us prosper in our endeavors. And I love this uh, particular scripture because it says it's he's not only going to establish the work of our hands, but he is going to um, bless the work of our hands. And mm-hmm. uh, again, so that goes back to favor. It goes back to blessing. It goes back to his his benefit. Yeah. Yes. Amen. And in, in the Passion, that verse reads, O Lord, our God, let your sweet beauty rest upon us and give us favor, which is what you just said. Yes. And then it says, come work with us and then our works will endure. So when we're working and God is in it, the works will endure. And then it says, and give us success in all we do. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't necessarily mean just in ministry. Wherever your calling is, whether that's marketplace, whether that's in ministry, whether that's at your job, whether that's doing whatever it is that you're doing, Mm -hmm. when you do it with the Lord, you know, especially one of the scriptures talks about everything we do, we should do it as unto the Lord. I believe that's in Colossians 3, I believe. But when you do that, then he's going to give you success in all you do. Right. And so if he's in it and you're doing it as unto him, then that's a benefit you can, you can count on. You can take that to the bank. You will have success. Now, it doesn't say we're not going to have trials and tribulations. Jesus said we live in a fallen world. We can experience that. Right. But what we get through him will bring us up out of that. And it will, how we respond in those situations, because I don't, I don't want people to think that it's always going to be sunshine and light. It won't because Jesus said we go through stuff. Mm-hmm. We we live in a fallen world. We don't have control over what everybody else is doing. Right. What we have control over is how we respond to it. Right. And are we responding to it the way Jesus would respond to it, with love, with calling out um, inappropriate things? as necessary. Right. But, you know, we know that the world's going to hate us because they hated him first. Again, we're promised that in the scripture, but it's how we respond. Right. You know, when those things happen, God can continue to bless us. We're supposed to be salt and light, which means we're supposed to be different. So we're not supposed to have lack. We're not supposed to deal with those things the same way the world does. We go to God as our source and God is our solution. What does the scripture say about that situation? Right. To show different from the world. Yeah, absolutely. What other scriptures are you thinking? Oh my goodness. Um, Like I said, there's the, the word is full of God's blessings and his favor. Okay. Is all of them an acceptable answer? (laughs) Then a lot of them are because, you know, if if you think about it, if if the word is in us, the Bible says that if the um, if I abide in His word and His word abides in me, then I can ask whatsoever, and it will be it will be given. Why? Because that's a desire in my heart that He's placed there, and He's going to bring that desire to fruition. But there's a there's a condition to that. 
we first have got to be receive Christ as Lord and Savior, okay? And mm-hmm. we've got to be in his word to know what it is that pleases him and what it is that doesn't. But right. But the book of Matthew is full. Like it has the Beatitudes in there. So if we go to Matthew 5, and I'm going to start in uh, uh, verse 3. And I'm reading this from the Amplified because it's, you know, like several scriptures here. And Mm -hmm. it says, blessed, spiritually prosperous, happy to be admired are the poor in spirit. Those devoid of spiritual arrogance, those who regard themselves as insignificant, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven, both now and forever. That kind of goes back to that integrity. Right. You've got it, Go ahead. I was going to say, and in, in reading some of the notes, it talks about, because, you know, a lot of people go, okay, poor in spirit, mm-hmm. and they think that means poverty in the natural. And it does. It does not. But it talks about remaining humble and being totally dependent upon God for everything. Exactly. And it says, uh, the note here in mind says it's synonymous with pious or saintly, but not just in the sense of those who possess nothing. It could be translated, delighted are those who have surrendered completely to God and trust only in him. Mm, That's good. So we know when it talks about blessed are the poor in spirit for, um, for they shall, what is it? For they shall see God. Yeah. And so in the Amplified, though, it says that the poor in spirit are those devoid of spiritual arrogance. Right. Which means we can't think we know it all. Yes. Yes. Um, And those who regard themselves as insignificant. In other words, I'm so humbled that I just, you know, I just want to be a servant for the Lord um, at whatever, you know, whatever the cost, because I know that in the end, you know, um, I'm, I'm everything's going to be well with me because that's what the father tells me Uh, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now, whatever the end of that says. So there's, oh my gosh, there's so much just in that one scripture. Uh, Yeah. Then it actually goes on to uh, verse four. It says blessed, which means forgiven and refreshed by God's grace are those who mourn over their sins and repent. When you're sorrowful, when you feel, when you're very humbled, I guess that's the best word to use, when you're humbled, man, for they will be comforted when the burden of sin is lifted. Oh, wow. And to the freedom of, of salvation, that freedom of, uh, of being guiltless, you know, because God will right. take all those, take all that, get that burden of sin, uh, lifted, lifted away from us. It's, it's a freedom that I, I can't even explain. It's just- well, and I think it comes down to that scripture we mentioned earlier. We've all sinned and fallen short yeah. of God's glory. And, and it's that realization at some point in our lives mm-hmm. If you've accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior, at some point in your life, life you have acknowledged that you sinned, mm-hmm. that you were you were born into sin. It's the the nature of living in this fallen world. You're born into sin, mm-hmm. and realize that 
that there's nothing you can do in your own strength to wash that away. Right. You know, in, in the Old Testament, they had sacrifices that they made to cover right for their sin, but it never completely washed it. And that's the benefit we have as as believers in Jesus mm-hmm. is that we don't have to go out and make sacrifices because Jesus was that ultimate sacrifice. Absolutely. Took on the sins of the world. Took it and washed it away. Washed it away. So when we have that, we we have that understanding mm-hmm. that we are guilty. Right. Just just by our very exit, we we are guilty. But then you get that resolution. Mm-hmm. That Jesus has washed it away. Yeah. And and this is what delight comes on you. Amen. You know, and 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 think about that. The joy. The joy. When you first receive Jesus mm-hmm. and when you you get all of that junk from your past just washed away. It says we're washed white as snow. And what you know, we talk about that, and sometimes I think as as believers, we don't give that. We're like, we're saved, we're forgiven, blah, 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 but we don't really acknowledge it, that 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 bought us eternal life is the number one benefit Ooh, that we have access to. Amen. <laughs> That is the ultimate benefit in, yeah. you know, having Jesus for eternity um, due to salvation, you know, and, and Jesus was the sacrifice that made that all possible. So, yeah, everything else is just icing on the cake, it, but we all know we like cake with some good icing. It is, it is, it truly is. And for sake of time, I'm just going to read through five through 11 real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, and, and listen, uh, for everybody that's listening to this this podcast, understand that for every blessing, there is a benefit. Every favor of God is a benefit from being blessed and knowing God's word. So in verse five, it says, blessed are the gentle, for they will inherit the earth. Verse six, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness or those who actively seek a right stand with God for mm-hmm. they will be completely satisfied. Praise God. Uh, praise God. I mean, really blessed are the merciful for they shall receive mercy. They're sheltered by God's promises. Mm-hmm. Blessed are the pure in heart. For those with integrity and moral courage and godly character, they shall see God, they will see God. Blessed are the are the makers and the maintainers of peace, for they will express his character and be called the sons of God. Amen. Amen. Blessed and comforted by inner peace and God's love are those who are persecuted for doing that which is morally right, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And last but not least, blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say 
all kinds of evil things against you because of your association with me. Mm -hmm. Glad and exceedingly joyful that your reward in heaven is great, absolutely inexhaustible. For in this same way, they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So what this verse tells me is, yes, there are going to be times when your heart is cut to the core. But you don't have to be concerned about that because God says, be glad and exceedingly joyful for your reward in heaven is great. And it's for in this same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So it's, we're not the only ones who's ever been, you know, hurt. But because we are blessed for, our, for being morally courageous and spiritually alive with life, joy, and God's goodness, the benefit is we're going to have eternity in heaven with the Father. Right. And, I, you know, you think about that. Mm-hmm. And and I I'm as you were reading I was reading along in mine and it says leap for joy since your heavenly reward is great Ooh. and we think about what life is going to be like in the as they call it the sweet by and by uh-huh. but uh-huh. the truth is we get to spend eternity with Jesus. But we're going to be working and doing things. We're not going to be sitting on on clouds getting no. fed grapes by angels. We've got stuff to do. And, you know, we'll have a universe to manage. <laughs> yes. And to learn. We'll constantly be learning at Jesus' feet. Yeah. But, you know, a surface of what the word actually says. So we'll but you learn. Yeah. Think about. Think about what the scripture talks about, about the new Jerusalem. Right. And the buildings the, that have the names of the apostles as the founding stones mm. and what they went through. So we know them through eternity because of what they went through. Right. And what they experienced. And then ultimately what they shared with us through their writings and through the word. Right. You know, we don't know what good men and women of God who have gone on before, we don't know what those rewards look like. Right. But what we see, what we see in a lot of cases too, when it talks about being persecuted for his namesake, mm-hmm. when he blesses you exceedingly abundantly more than you can ask, think, or imagine, like it talks about in, I believe it's Ephesians. Ephesians 3.20. 320, mm-hmm. that when it talks about that, when God is blessing us, mm-hmm. there are haters in the world. Oh, sure. And sometimes there are haters within the body, which mm-hmm. is unfortunate. But we are supposed to walk in all these benefits that God has for us because to me, the way I see it is that's what shows us different. Mm-hmm. That's that's how we when when we can go through all these things and God is blessing us and we can then be a blessing to other people. Mm-hmm. That's when it when it really starts to to be what can we do for other people? Amen. You know, how can we bless other people? And the benefits of God in our lives are not just for us. Exactly. They're for us to be able to then turn around and do all the things that the church, which is us, Mm -hmm. 
are called to do. Amen. To feed the poor, to clothe, you know, the homeless, to, yeah. you know, take care of the widows and the orphans right. and do those things. But we have to be blessed. We can't be reliant on somebody to take care of us. Right. We're supposed to be the ones that are taking care of other people. Right. Right. You know, it, I believe it's in Romans that says, oh, nobody, anything but to love them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And how can we love them if we are in lack in so many areas of our lives? Exactly. So when we think about blessings and benefits, mm-hmm. are we being good stewards of what God gives us Amen. in sharing that with other people? Yeah, absolutely. I agree. So... Any other scriptures you wanted to share before we wrap up for this episode? No, those were the main ones. I mean, there are so many, obviously, in the Word of God. And that's why you and I, as we uh, minister together in different areas, we constantly say, read your Bible. Because you're never going to know the things of God. Uh, the the benefits, the blessings, the favor, the grace, the mercy. You're never going to understand any of that until you know God's word. And right. remember that the Bible in the book of John, uh, John 1, it tells us that the word is God and God is the word. So if you want a relationship with the Father, you've got to know his word because they are one in the same. Correct. And one of the scriptures that I always go to when it comes to benefits is 3 John 1, 2. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. And to me, that kind of sums up the entirety of benefits is that he wants all of these things for you so that you can prosper, be in health, and ultimately then use that to do what he's called you to do, to heal the sick, to cleanse the lepers, to make disciples of all nations. Amen. Amen. I have a word of encouragement that I would like to uh, present to the listeners. Do we have time? Absolutely. Okay. One of the, one of the scriptures that um, I quote over Mario and myself every day, um, and uh, we declare and decree it uh, because God says whatever we declare and decree is, is established. We know mm-hmm. God's word's established. We're just reminding him of his word. And this is my encouragement to our listeners tonight. God said that he would make all grace abound, having all sufficiency in all things at all times for every good work. So don't think that your work is in vain. Amen. Amen. Know that God. And the more you know God's word and the more you work, you are never going to lack. You are never going to be without. Does that mean that things are not going to happen in this world? We will have trial and tribulation, but we overcomers and we'll still walk through it with joy. Why? Because we've got the word of God in us and we have like-minded friends that we can, you know, uh, confide in and will pray with us and get us through it. So remember that God is going to cause all grace to abound in every good. And that's my encouragement to our listeners tonight. Amen. Thank you, uh, Pastor Denise or Reverend Denise, however you prefer to go by. I just call you Denise and I call you my friend. Um, So as we're wrapping up here, uh, 
Reverend Denise, would you tell the listeners where they can find you, your program, uh, your husband, Dr. Mario, where they can find you? Absolutely. If, um, if you want to uh, follow us on a regular basis, you can always go to KBAF Radio Facebook page and you can find us live for Sunday through Friday. Um, and then, um, and that's from 9 to 10 a.m. in the morning. Yes, Central Time. And we're on YouTube, and that's just simply at Dr. Mario Ramos. Um, and you'll be able to find our Living in a World of Wisdom uh, daily program that we do live. And, uh, of course, on Fridays is Living in a World of Wisdom Girl Talk, because that's my show, um, Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 Central Standard Time. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again for, for coming and sharing of your time and your wisdom. And and listeners, if you have any questions, uh, you can find uh, Reverend Denise and her husband, Dr. Mario Ramos, on those platforms that she mentioned. And if you have any questions, feel free to leave them in the comments. And again, you have been listening to Exchanging Eternal Truths, brought to you by Eternal Truths Ministries in Anderson, South Carolina. As always, I am your host, author and minister, Heather Lancaster, and it's been a pleasure. And until next time, be blessed, my friends.